0: I'll tell you what. The only thing better than one Grapefruit League game. What's that, Jeff? No Grapefruit League. No. The only thing better than one Grapefruit League game is two Grapefruit
1: League games. The only more uh, reason why spring training is way Too long. Spring train. Whoa, way too long. Really you saw is. the There's... lineup that the Jays ran out there yesterday? I did. You wouldn't see that if there was only like 20 games. No, there used to be a rule
0: that you had to have a certain number of majors. So and, and, well, no. I mean, I guess you could say that Drew Hutchison has been in the majors. Espo- I mean, Espinal. Yeah. Is that I was... it? Well.
1: I mean, I mean I'm not laughing. I apologize for the for the gentleman yeah. that played in that game yesterday. I do apologize because I would probably in been one of those. Yeah.
0: But I'm trying to figure out which one you'd be.
1: Probably you'd probably be, I'd be Spencer the one Horowitz. backing up somebody.
0: You'd be Spencer Horowitz, left hand wow. hitting first baseman. Anyhow, it's Blair and Barker. No, no.
1: I'd have been hitting cleanup. I had 220. Games. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> 220? <laughs> yeah, 220.
0: Oh, you'd be hitting, that's time, right. right. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I've been you'd be hitting making clean up. A, You'd be making $14 oh, million yeah. dollars a year at Backies least. they would have loved me. Oh, they would have loved oh, you. They would have, they would have loved you. Two baseball games today on Sportsnet. Well, no, let me rephrase that. There's two baseball games today. On TV and radio, you will get the Jays and Tigers from Dunedin. And uh, the Jays lineup is a pretty good one. Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Chapman, Biggio, Jansen, Kiermeyer Espinal, and Eden in left field. In Philadelphia, the Jays will take on the Phillies. Merrifield, Dalton Varsho. That's kind of a cool little story. His dad played for the Phillies. He's named after legendary Philly uh, Darren Dalton. And uh, he'll be over there. Uh, Spencer Horowitz, Martinez, Addison Barger, Lucas Brantley, Bernard, Britton. Jose Barrios will be on the mound for the Blue Jays in that game. Adam Simber also scheduled to go. Sam Robers, another one of their prospects, scheduled for that game as well. Chris Bassett will start for the Jays at home in the TV game against the Tigers. Eric Swanson also scheduled to pitch. Mm. And Ricky Tiedemann. Can't wait Ricky Tiedemann Let's see, it. is there? So my guess is, mm. what do we say? Bassett, Swanson, Garcia. Who else is there? There's somebody. Established guys. Those are the established guys. There's somebody else there as well. So my guess is probably Tiedemann. You may see Tiedemann in the seventh, seventh, inning. seventh inning or so. Uh, and uh, yeah, of course, Ricky Tiedemann, <clears throat> the Jays' top prospect and uh, subject of a lot of uh, a lot of.
1: Hey, you want to apologize to me now or later? For what happened? Well, because you, well, you just uh, you just read out the lineup, yeah. and and I do want to say this: that this will be the third game Vladdy plays. Yeah, he's hitting third in all three of them. Yeah, uh, this will be the second game that Bo's yeah. played in spring training. He sits second in both of them. Yeah. Chapman. So, you, do you want to? Chapman's cleaned up in two games so far. Yeah, is he, is he, is he the cleanup hitter? No, I
0: told you this. Well, we had this that, argument already. See, well, cleans you're, you're cleans sitting up, there. You're sitting there saying, You want me to apologize because Bichette is hit in the number two spot a couple of times? I'll apologize. For That but you got to tell me why you're reading more into that than you are. Chapman hitting cleanup, Matt Chapman's not hitting cleanup. Well, this I, would, year. I would think, I would, can, it's I all would about
1: think that they've wrapped nah. belt and bubble wrap, you know what it is, and aren't letting him play you. You know what it that is, theme, it's guessing. all
0: about, and you know this, it's all about the number of at bats you get in spring
1: training. Yeah, I think that for the most part, unless you're one of those guys, it's on the field that we've been watching on this little TV here. We have yeah, in that's our a nice, studio. that's a nice
0: touch by the way. Yeah, yeah, i having this, I'll take
1: a picture Shut of up. me. So you can see me on this TV. Yeah,
0: it's a nice touch uh in, in studio. We've got a live shot yeah. from left nah, field in nah, Dunedin.
1: Boo, boo. That's sort of what that TV is. 91, yeah, yeah.
0: 91 degrees right now in Dunedin. Uh Barker will be going down on Sunday, I think. Sunday. Yeah. And he will be reporting for us. I will be here. Can't wait. I'll be shoveling snow. Yeah. De icing the sidewalk. Or if they let me take holding some, down some the floor. Uh, anyhow.
1: Five swings. Do they gotta go deep? Ah, uh, yeah. I haven't picked up a bat. No, I give you thirteen listen, years. I give you. Uh, yeah, I say
0: third swing. Mm. I say third swing.
1: Depends on which way the wind's blowing.
0: No, I say third swing. I say third swing. You, uh, you hit it out. Uh, we mentioned the Jays. Uh, we mentioned the lineup yesterday. We didn't mention the score. Seven nothing. The Jays lost. Don't worry about it. Nothing really happened in that game. Uh, I guess the biggest news so far today. Is that Alejandro Kirk and his wife have their first child, Amelia Jolene, was born today, uh, according to Alejandro Kirk's uh, Instagram, so congratulations to Alejandro Kirk, he has not been with the team, the Jays did send a couple of coaches and a strength and conditioning coach to work with him in California, so... I would imagine we could expect Alejandro Kirk to report in a couple of days. Fingers he's, crossed. He's already said that, uh, or he's already withdrawn from the World Baseball Classic. Good for so him.
1: It's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's a right.
0: It, it, it is the right call. And uh, again, congratulations to the Kirks and uh, the Jays. Do look forward to seeing him. Uh, to seeing him in spring training. Name, well, there's
1: some names on this. I know you're about to jump to something else, but real quick, is there yes. one certain thing? that you're looking at today? Like, is there, you know, an example, can you not wait to watch Burrios? I mean, uh, we're probably not going to uh, see a ton of him because it's not televised, but how about the the Bassett thing with the nah. seven pitches and Danny Jansen? Is there <laughs> the Ricky Tiedemann, the lineup? Is there something that the bigger bases, is there something that you're going to be paying a little bit more attention to? I mean, I'm paying, I'm
0: going to be paying an awful lot of attention to Matt Chapman this year, just because, you know, he's, shy. wrote a, a, a terrific article on Chapman that's mm-hmm. up on the Sportsnet website. Big year for him. You know, he's a free agent. Um, take guts to change his I'll, lower I'll, half. Of a lot of left-sided infielders have fallen off the free agent market. Like You can make a case. You can make a case that not only is Matt Chapman one of the best defensive players available in the free agent market this year, just because of the number of guys that aren't expected to be on the market. I mean, if you're looking for a bat, he's also a guy you might like. So Matt Chapman's ready to break the bank. And I think this is a big year for him. And bank, um, banks you know, might be a bit strong. No. That might be Matt strong. Chapman's going to make a ton of
1: money. How much is honest. a ton? What's a ton? What's it start with? A one or a two? Oh, I'll start with a two. You think so? Oh, easy. That's a lot of money. Easy. You seen the money they're throwing around? I mean, easy. He strikes out easy. a lot. Doesn't hit for high average. Yeah. Well, but what probably I'm probably on in a good lineup, he's a, probably a six or
0: seven hole hitter. Like, anyhow, it's what I'm saying is I'm, I'm interested in watching him continue with this 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 toe tap and and I am to overhaul a swing because he could be. I mean, look, this is a really good lineup, but if Matt Chapman can bump his average up a little bit more, um, it, it's an even better lineup. Ricky mm-hmm. Teedman, yeah, of course, I'm interested in seeing Ricky Tiedemann. Jose Barrios a lot of talk about him doing some pretty major uh, lifting in terms of his delivery. That game won't be on TV. So, uh, won't be able to see that. Look, I'm going to give Jose Barrios when a pitcher is doing something like that. I give him, I'm going to give him a couple outings to get to get his, get his feet under. Yeah, yeah. That's but, a lot. And I understand they've been throwing live BP with the, with yeah. the pitch clock and everything. but that's a lot of stuff to get under, get, get your yeah, feet it's, under. It's
1: one, it's one thing. If it goes well, if it goes bad, what would the conversation be like? Right. I, that, that, that I think. And how quickly will they tweak some things and make some adjustments? It's a big year. I he's got to hit the ground running. It, it ain't, you ain't got time. If you're him, I understand he's been paid and whatever, but there's, he's got a little something to prove here. let's not lie about it. He does. And for him to make the changes that he's made, good for him that he's seen some things that need to be fixed and corrected and will make him better and make it easier for him to find it quicker. Mm -hmm. And that little checkpoint, right, that you go through in your mind. Because now with the pitch clock, you ain't got a lot of time to figure it out out there. So it'd just be interesting to say Mm -hmm. if something ain't working.
0: Yeah, I guess, again, I'm No, I like you know, get back to me. Let me see. It's the same thing with, you know, people going nuts about Yusei Kikuchi. When he th- throws 95 or 96, if I ever see that, get back to me. Throw out that first game. I mean, Kevin, you right, and you I. You say Kikuchi's
1: I, fighting for a spot. Yeah, like, know, he's got to go out there and perform. He's facing Different.
0: the pits. E- exactly. But, yeah. my, my, but my point is, get back to me a couple of starts down the road. I'm not going to make any con- come to any conclusions about anybody mm-hmm. other than the fact that I like Addison Barger. Uh, other than that, I'm not coming to any conclusion- he's conclusions He's made your team already, anybody. yeah? No, I just... I like power hitting He's a different-looking guy. He's, he's a different-looking guy. you know, he the TV and watch He is fun. I'm sorry. It, mm. I don't know, maybe he can't play in the majors. I don't know. He's fun to watch. And I love when you go. It, it used to be when you go to spring it's training. It's the flavor of the month, for when, sure. you go to, when you go to spring training and you see a guy that you see stuff that's just fun to watch. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be the greatest player, but there's stuff you see that, that's fun to watch. Timmy, Addison it Barger, may not that, work.
1: Yeah, how many baseball players do you see look like that?
0: Yeah, Not well, many. We shall, uh, we shall see. Pretty cool. One of the things I'm very fond of saying is that spring training, once spring training starts, nothing good happens. Mm. And, and it's true. N- nothing good happens in spring training. You know, maybe back in the day somebody would win a job. Nobody wins a job anymore in spring training. Nope. Hell, they even got a 26-man now. How about that? I'd, I'd made the team probably. Bad stuff happens, though. And, well, we got to... We got some bad stuff that's gone on in spring training Uh so far. If you haven't heard, Joe Musgrove of the Padres fractured his toe today in a weightlifting or in a weight room accident. Stay hot. Tyler Glasnow. Now, this is a biggie. Tyler Glasnow suffered an oblique injury yesterday. He's having an MRI today. And Tyler Glasnow, of course, attempting to come back from from surgery. And boy, oh boy, if Tyler Glasnow... I mean, it's the Rays. Are, well, are you rolling already,
1: your eyes at that? But
0: he's our, Well, he's our, They've already said he's expected to miss the start of the season.
1: Yeah, if you're a baseball fan, though, you want to see him. On oh, the I field. do. Like, oh, he throws a bazillion yeah. and can get a bunch of dudes out. Like you want to see that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Rays fan, but you still want to see that. And uh, and this is you know,
0: I, I saw this play yesterday. Gavin Lux of the Padres going around, going around second base, wiped out. Um, I, I mean, that's, there, there's no other way to describe it. He kind of, he, he took kind of an awkward route to get around, um, to get around a throw from, I, I don't know if it was Manny Machado. No, it wasn't. It was Jansen Witty was, uh, the third baseman. He took an, he took an awkward route and just collapsed. And it's clearly a knee injury. Uh, bigger
1: bases have anything to do with that?
0: Well, I mean, we haven't heard. He was well past the base when it happened, but. Uh, I'm just watching the replay right now. I, I saw it yesterday, and I'm watching the replay again. He's leading, no, because he's leading off second. So he's leading go. off second. The ball goes to it's way behind the bag. No, his 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 leg just gave out. It's like he kind of ducked to get around the throw. Yeah, but Gavin Lux is hugely important. Uh, and uh, so yeah, that's what we have so far. Uh, and There's somebody else. Oh, yeah, the Cubs, uh, say Suzuki, pulled himself out of the yeah. World Baseball Classic. That, all
1: that says game. with the Dodgers is now the Mets are the fourth best team in the National League. Dodgers? The, you yeah. know what?
0: The, the Dodgers are – there's a weird vibe about that team this year. There's a really weird vibe about that team. Yeah, they've got a lot of depth, but they've also – they're missing some guys. And the Padres are – Padres are going to be really good this year. The Dodgers are going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying that we're going to yeah. you know, we're going to hold a lot up.
1: of pressure on the Padres to do well. The, there is a lot of pressure lot. on the Padres. Yeah.
0: But uh, anyhow, if Gavin Lux is out for any period of time, he's a shortstop. If he's out for any period of time, and you're the Blue Jays and you're looking at a little bit of infield depth there, I might be I might be keeping an eye on that. Now I know that I'm not, I'm not rushing out to trade Santiago Espinal, but, no, but we've talked about. It. I think this team needs. I think there's still some stuff this team needs. Maybe you can find it internally, but if it can't, uh, I can, you know, I can see I can see the Dodgers, I can see them maybe being a little interested in a guy like Espinal. It's not going to cost you a lot of money. He, he can certainly play yeah. shortstop. You're not going to need anything from him offensively. Again, I think, we're just, we're throwing this out. It's way yeah. too early. Gavin Lux, maybe he misses two weeks and it's irrelevant, but I'm just saying that... Um, We've already, you know, we're we're starting to see some injuries pile up here. And now Tyler Glasnow hurt himself throwing on the side. I don't know if there was a pitch clock involved in that. I, I have no idea. But we also know that one of the concerns some teams have expressed about the pitch clock is guys throwing when they're not. Well, uh, we had... Uh, not Sean Casey on, who do we have a uh, former, we had Ryan Spielberg's on and he was talking about how his concern would be guy coming set and then just kind of whatever needing to take that extra breath. And looks like I got two seconds left. Then you hang a, mm. uh, you hang a breaking pitch yeah. or maybe you rush and you're not entirely set. And so there's a lot of things to monitor, but that's, I mean, those are Lux, Glasnow and uh, Musgrove. Those are some pretty, Pretty big dudes going down. Now the Musgrove thing can happen. Can happen anytime. Guys, mm. guys can get hurt in the in the uh, in the weight room anytime.
1: It's a bad luck.
0: But yeah, and it, and it is just that's why spring training is.
1: You blame that on spring training that he dropped the weight on his toe?
0: I, I bring no, no, because you know what? He could have been working out in his own in his in his own gym at home or something like that and had it happen. Yeah, but it, it's. Yeah, I, I I do think spring training is way too long. Look, we all know it's because you can sell tickets and make money and all that. But I man, if I had my way, if I had my way, spring training would be three weeks. You'd build up pitchers, you'd play some games, and that is it. Then you'd get it rolling. Then you'd get it rolling because I I just think, like I said, bad stuff happens in spring training.
1: Okay, let's try and stay positive here. Let, let's. That's some negative stuff, right? It, the, things can happen. Well, it's, well, it's and, and, not negative if you're a Blue Jays fan. It's not negative if you're a Blue Jays arm. fan. Like, you can do that anywhere, right? It's, 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 it's not negative if you're a Blue Jays what, fan. What's your – well, none of that's happened with the Blue Jays. So that's what, what I'm right, saying. But Right, I, right it, now, it's, you're – It's positive if you Blue Jays fan. you don't – you know, none of that stuff happens, and I'm sure they'll have every person that's important – when it comes to the organization trying to keep that from happening, me, I thought that that's up to the player. Again, I, I, don't, I, don't, I hate talking about myself and bringing this back to me. I played on some atrocious fields. And you've been on that minor league side. The field, they don't care. They, they don't water uh, The fields there now no, none, are. None of those. Well, well I, the fields there now are. That's are, now. When I played that, oh, that God, never yeah. happened. Well, look at. Uh, you remember uh, the old Baltimore place in Florida? I can't even remember the name Sarah's, of that place. It, was, it should not even be in existence. Oh, the uh, no, oh, the one awful. of Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Yeah, it was man. horrid. Like it sh- was horrid. It was horrid.
0: That shouldn't have been meant so, a Matter of fact, I saw Fort Lauderdale. Oh. I think Fort Lauderdale was where Howard Farmer. I've always told this story. Guy looked like Doc Gooden. A uh, young guy, exposed farmhand. Uh, I mean, he was, man, he was he was something else. He threw a pitch, leg collapsed, caught a little hole in the in the mound, Fort Lauderdale, never the same. Yeah. Um, you got to be careful. And we saw Michael Saunders. Remember in the J, well, this was, you might have still been, were you still playing Or Michael Saunders hurt himself? The same mm-hmm. thing, backfield, he tripped on one of those raised sprinkler heads. <laughs> or he stepped on one of those race heads. Laugh,
1: but that's that's some really bad luck.
0: I think Strowman did something too. Yeah. In injured himself. So yeah, but the the backfields now are are a little uh are a little different. And they're a little better. And yeah, and you I think you've got now with the minor league facilities and the player development complex, you've got a lot of stuff being done that is uh specific and isn't necessarily something you're doing during the game. So in other words, if i have the day off i can work on the my swing in the cage and i'm not yeah i think this is know, very organizational
1: i've been in some some big league camps where the organization treats big league players like they have never played before like you got to go out there and learn how to run around really? first base and and take your lead off of first base and go first oh, to third compare, that's ridiculous okay
0: compare because you cuz
1: you yeah, many, yeah. you've been to a lot of spring training i have been into a ton yeah,
0: yeah. okay i think people would be interested in that
1: well I'm not gonna I'm not gonna no, call you don't it, I'm tell not the gonna name, but, names, but no, we
0: don't need the name, but yeah. but explain what you're saying. That give us an example of what one spring training looked like versus what another looked like.
1: Guys it's like the little cause I, I only say that is because I've heard John Snyder talk about how They've thrown emphasis on the little things, like going first to third, first mm-hmm. to home. And I and knowing him the way I do, I think there's a fine line there. You got to remember that these guys are big leaguers. Like you you got a bunch of dudes who are established for the most part, who understand how to go first third, first to home, right? You're just trying to beat it in their head mm-hmm. how important it is. That don't mean you gotta go out on a small field and do it 30 times. Right, I think that's the point. Yes, okay. it's how many times you're doing it versus just having the conversation and saying to each coach, right, "Right, make sure you tell these guys how important it is," without actually running a big leaguer out there and actually doing it. That's What's, that's my experiences. I'm not gonna who ha, who's spring training. Like, what spring
0: training did you enjoy the most in terms of – not enjoy, wrong word. But spring training where you thought, I got a lot accomplished here. Like, I this is – okay, this is what I need. Was there one that stands out I to liked, you?
1: I like to think that because I played as much winter ball as I did, I was pretty prepared when I was going in because I knew I'd hit the ground running and, and how try, much, I was trying to make a team. How much, how much time off would you have between couple winter weeks, ball and – Depends right. on how far the, the winter ball team that I was right, on right in the the You went to the Caribbean World Series a couple of times. Couple of times. Yeah, so we're yeah, talking so – would run right up till Right. You know the the I think that's the first week of February. So we're talking two weeks. Oh, off, maybe. you're talking right up at it. Now that only happened a couple of times, but I tr- I had to make a I was trying to make a team, like I was trying to impress people, and I needed to be short and quick. And the way I was doing that is to try and figure out little ways to. Make my swing short and quick. So, if when I did get in the game in the seventh inning a guy, against a guy, it didn't matter, I was still hitting the ball hard somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's right. It's that first impression, it's a lasting I- impression. Like you're trying to do something that somebody actually goes, man, it's like Dusty Baker knew that I knew how to run the bases. And that's the only reason why I got called up the second time. Is because I was a great base runner. You laugh. I know you're I'm trying. I'm not laughing. You're trying to. I'm not slap, laughing. But that was it. Like, I Listen, knew how to I if I was going to smirk, I wouldn't have to try to smirk. Cut I smirked the angles naturally. the right way, and he knew I knew how to do it. And I could come off a bench and do it, and I had power. Yeah. And he liked that. And that is because he actually saw me do it in a big league game. So, to say, you know, the Reds were really good. Like, they, I just think it's these organizations that have to remember you are a big leaker, mm-hmm. you're here for a reason. You just you sort of it's the it's the mental side of it, other than the physical getting out there and actually, you know, you have to do some let, of it, but let, just don't beat it to death. Let, let me ask you this:
0: the guys read things into where they are in a lineup in spring training. No question, who they're facing. I'm going to give you an example. i the lineup don't, we,
1: yesterday we that went to the Braves think well, I have no chance of making this right. team. But we know for example <laughs> that Except a couple we of
0: know for example that well, now Alejandro now Alejandro Kirk should be here soon so it's a little different. But Buck Martinez talked about during the telecast on Sunday. You know, Rob Brantley is a guy who's kind of he's positioned himself as being the or guy as they like rope, him too. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's he could be the next guy if something happens to Kirk. You know, yes, Dalton Varsho can catch, but our understanding is the Jays you'll see him catch you know, in the eighth inning of a game where somebody's been hurt or something like there that. There you go. Um, he's a better So player. Rob Brantley, he's been around. Do you think he's looking at this and saying, okay, like he's no – they got question. me catching Barrios today no against the Phillies. Uh, you know, they had me catching uh, – well, it was a bullpen okay. day, but they had me catching starting a bullpen game yeah. where they're running out their closer –
1: Glad you said, I'm glad you brought this up. Here, here. All it takes is one of these pitchers who's been working on a ton of things that matter a lot to right. a team, a contending team, say, man, I'd rather throw to this guy than Kirk. That's all it takes. Yeah. I- like, like if Barrios comes back and goes, man, I didn't have to think about anything. This dude was putting it down before I was even thinking it. I loved it. His setup, his target, all of the things that I want to make me successful. And give me 200 innings. Mm-hmm. He can do it better than Kirky. Now, I'm not saying that would happen. No, but, but I'm saying all it would take is one of those guys to go to Pete Walker and say that, and I'm telling you right now, he'd be on the team. Guys, So, look, absolutely. so guys go into the oh, no beyond question. just simply I'm going to be
0: playing today or I'm coming off no. the bench today. Guys look at who they are, who, where they are going. You
1: obviously know who the starter is, and you have no chance of beating that right. guy out but you do know who's behind him and who you who might like throwing to you and we all know that personal catcher thing mm-hmm. right manoa who's his personal catcher right you can't i mean he we've seen him do it with other people but he'd rather have we saw him in the all-star game and when he was talking he was mic'd up man he's thinking with me mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. believe it it's so good it's it's like he's inside my brain it's like so it's just a little one little thing that could say to a, from a pitcher to a pitching coach, a pitching coach to a manager, a manager to a GM, we got to have this dude because you know how important Barrios is. Now I'm not saying this is going to happen, but it yeah, you know, absolutely.
0: The, the other thing that I think we sometimes forget, um, and this is especially the case for guys who don't have a spot or on the bubble, is every game you play in spring training is opportunity, right? If you're, I'll pick a guy. Zach Britton, the outfielder, you may not make the Blue Jays. You may not have a shot at making the Blue Jays, but I don't know. Hey, the Pittsburgh Pirates need players. Maybe the Pittsburgh Pirates see something in the game you play, right? And Mm -hmm. Ben Sherrington's up there going, you know, I kind of keep an eye on that guy if something happens. So there's also that aspect too, isn't it? You're competing for a job, but you're also getting a chance to show another (laughs) team that you're capable of doing something, the, which I think is important when there's twenty when there's a twenty six man a twenty six man spot available.
1: There, there, yeah, that's that's going to help huge, right they're, because the the sure I, can't I, hurt. I, I don't want to downplay the twenty six man, but but let's be honest, most of the twenty six guys, the, that that twenty six guy may not be a big right. leaguer. But I, like, you know, like he's, a, he's a bench guy. He's a fill-in spot. He's one of those guys that are trying to keep another guy healthy. Right. That's why he would be on a team not like a Nathan Lucas, right, Who is a, who can play center, who you can give some guys some time off so you're getting the best out of the guys that matter the most longer seasons. That's why the 26-man matters now. I'm not trying to downplay it. No, no, no. I'm just no, being no, honest here. Right? See,
0: and that's why I wonder, uh, a, a guy like Otto Lopez, for example, I think who, you're fighting
1: to be the first guy called up. That That's what I'm thinking. But, but also,
0: Otto Lopez has been in the organization for a while. He's not going to be their starting second baseman. He's not going to be the starting shortstop. He's he's at most going to make this team, I think, as, as outfield depth. We talked about how they wouldn't mind having a, you know, how they need another right-hand hitting outfielder. And I'm wondering if a guy like Otto Lopez, for example, who is – Not a top prospect, but as a guy on the cusp of the majors. I wonder if he views this not just as a chance to show the Blue Jays, but he's capable of doing something. But, you know, they're in Atlanta yesterday. An opportunity to maybe, or was he in Pittsburgh? Yeah, he was in Pittsburgh. Again, an opportunity to maybe show the other team. I I guess what I'm getting at is there's a lot, you know, we kind of roll our eyes spring training, League, and I'm the master of that. Mm -hmm. But I think for a lot of guys, for whom playing baseball is a job and they haven't yet made it to the majors. I I think these things are, these things are important. I think
1: think as fans, you find out real quick what kind of uh, mental strength these guys have when they're going on road trips and and none of the other big leaguers are, they understand that they're, they're on the bus. I've been on that bus. You know how the feel is. You can actually feel it without saying it on the bus and it's, you find out what the opportunities are and when you get opportunities how you're at bats look how you're running the bases you know it or you could go out there and just act like you don't care because of who's not there does it does it make There's it- a little fall you fall into that sometimes you got to be strong about it like you got to figure out little ways to say it's not going to work like you I'm I'm not only playing for my organization I'm playing for opportunity in other organizations that- further to your point does that happen a lot? Probably not. But it could take that one GM that saw you in a spring training game mm-hmm. when it didn't really matter, going, "Okay, I'll take this guy and that guy." I know, by the way, I saw Lopez in a minor league game and a spring training game. I'll take him too. Like, and he comes to that organization and he gets an opportunity. So, yeah, there's a lot that goes into these. This is why I hope Can you don't downplay it as much as you know, haha, no, ha, laugh it off because there's not a ton of names. I see a guy like Vinny Capra. It's No question, you know, you're, you're, you're you're fighting to be a big leaguer. Um.
0: I think it was Kendris Morales. A lot was made of the fact that he would go on road trips, the lengthier road trips. A veteran player didn't have to do that. And then, then there have been other guys that had have done the, the same thing. The Jays have had guys who, be, for whatever reason, because they like to be, they feel they need the work, whatever the reason is, there are, every now and then you hear about a major leaguer that'll make the, the trip. And I know Buck referred to this uh, the other day about Chris Bassett just wasn't pitching that day but was at the ballpark just watching, watching his teammates. Does it matter? Does stuff like that really matter? Like, you're, you're sitting in the bus going to, hell, I don't know, you're going to Northport. How many, how many of those you're, players, you're, you're, players Kevin to the Barker's, Braves yesterday? Kevin Barker's sitting on the bus going to Northport, and all of a sudden, George Springer gets on the bus because he feels he needs happen? extra... Well, it has. I'm saying we've seen guys do that. Like, all of a sudden, a guy like Kendris Morales gets on the bus because he wants to go there. Does that change the mood of the bus when you see one of the bona fide major leaguers getting yeah, on? Yeah,
1: you got to remember, not everybody on that bus is buddies. Like, yeah. like, just because a big leaguer gets on a bus doesn't mean that the... He's not going to sit beside you 40, and go, 45th guy in the, in the in camp is going to yeah. go over and buddy-buddy around. Yeah, there'll be a couple of guys. But to answer your question, no. Yeah. <laughs> is that... Ben Davis is the Philadelphia Phillies
0: analyst. Of course, the Philadelphia Phillies making a run to the World Series last year. Uh, Made some significant offseason moves. Uh, Bryce Harper's status, of course, is still up in the air. But uh, Trey Turner, a big signing. Really, I was looking at their lineup today. Really like the Phillies lineup. They've got a guy, Andrew Painter, that a lot of people, a pitcher that a lot of people are really all in on. And uh, Ben Davis is also a former catcher. So we'll talk to him about the Phillies and about what it's like. Well, what Rob Brantley will be thinking today as he goes behind the plate and he's catching a guy in Jose Brios who needs a bounce back year. Got to get off to a good start. The, 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 the catchers think about that? Are you aware of what? Great question. Of the, the importance of the importance. Are you aware of what that pitcher has to do in that that given day, Ben Davis joins us next. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet five ninety, the Fan three sixty, and wherever you get your favorite podcast.
2: Breaking down the top stories in hockey and Elliot Friedman every
0: day. The Jeff Merrick Show. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, well that's
1: uh, a story for because the... I have to use words that I can't use on live radio. It's funny if
0: you can't. All I'm going to say is Barker just told me a story. I'm not going to name the player. He's just yeah. going to tell me a, told me a story about an established
1: what, player. Uh, yeah, big time. Big well, time established player who got on the bus. Yeah, that he shouldn't have been on that He like should have been on his trips. You were talking about, like, what's it do to morale? Like, yeah. Look, it's the big guy on and the, the bus. And, and the scrubs, everybody all at the once. The scrubs all at once yeah. yelled at him to get off the bus. Yeah, yeah, beat it. So he got off the bus, and the we only didn't re- say it like that, but, but yeah. he got off the bus because he's cheap. He was just going to take the bus to go home, basically. No, he was going is- to. He had to. He wanted to. I think hit in the game, get a okay. couple of at bats, and most of the big dudes drive. Right, but he's too cheap, so he was taking to, the to drive his own car and use his own gas money. Yeah. that he was going to get on the bus, and then that's when we told him to.
0: Yeah. Anyhow. Nicely, oh, that that'll that'll go into the book. Uh, a reminder, by the way, that we we have now our long-awaited uh, Blair and Barker fan line. The number is four one six four one three three nine five nine. You'll get a lovely voicemail message from Kevin. Leave Kevin a question, any question, you know, regarding the Blue Jays or baseball a question or a comment. Yeah. If we like it, we'll put it on. It we'll, we'll put it on TV. Yeah, if our if our elite uh, production team likes it, elite strong. we'll put it on. And if they don't like it, we'll yeah. see the, life of day, uh, the light of day. But, uh, <laughs> no, we, we'll listen to it. The number's 416-413-3959. And it's the only way you can talk to Barker because
1: he's not on Twitter. And be, All right.
0: nice. And be nice. All right, yes. let's move on. We mentioned the Jays uh, have a pair of games today, split squad games. They will be at home against the Detroit Tigers. We will have that game on Sportsnet uh, television and uh, on uh, as always, it'll be available. The radio call will be available uh, streaming. The split squad or the second game will be in Clearwater against the Philadelphia Phillies, the defending National League champions, and a team that there aren't a lot of teams that could lose Bryce Harper for the start of the year and be in a position where you looked at their lineup. Bryce Harper helps. You know what? Oh, oh, oh. I'm not entirely certain the lineup's that much worse without Bryce Harper right now. The Phillies lineup is still stacked. It's going to be even more stacked when Bryce Harper joins the lineup. Ben Davis is a Phillies TV analyst and a former MLB catcher. He joins us on Blair and Barker. Ben, thanks so much for taking time out to talk to Kevin and myself today. I trust uh, the offseason treated you well and that uh, spring training so far is, has has done the same thing. Look, we we were going through lineups before he came in the air. And I said, throw Bryce Harper in that lineup. And I think that's the best lineup in baseball.
2: It's a good one. It's a good one. And thanks for having me on today, guys. I, I appreciate it. Um, it's, it, it's a good lineup. It's a really good lineup. It's deep. I mean, even the bottom of lineup, you look at the bottom of lineup there, I mean, it's still going to produce. So uh, I think it, it, you're looking at it. It can pose some big threats to, to some pitching, to pitch, some pitching staffs. And, um, listen, once they get Harper back, who I call Superman, because what he's done since he came to Philadelphia is, is yep. remarkable. Um, what he did in the playoffs, everyone saw what he did in the playoffs last year. He is Superman. There's nothing the man can't do. And, um, you know, it still is a loss having him out of the lineup. But fortunately for the Phillies, they have a lot of other pieces that can fill that void.
1: Ben, is there a guy in that lineup that maybe needs to have a bounce back or a better year for them to go a little further?
2: I think it's got to be uh, Nick Cassianos. Uh, if he can do that, you know, he was very upset with the the, the year he had last year. And he's been, you know, open about it. And, it's, you know, he said, listen, what happened last year, it can't happen again. He's too, It was such a drastic drop-off from the, year he, from the years he had previously in Cincinnati and in Detroit. It was such a drastic drop-off that no one ever really saw that coming. I mean, he signed a big five-year deal that Philly's still having for four more years, 80 more million on that contract. And they, you know, that they didn't get what they what they bargained for. Uh, the the return on investment wasn't there. But he has. I watched him take BP today. He's he's staying behind the baseball a lot better. He took a 94 mile an hour fastball on Sunday, uh, on the inside part of the plate, and hit it out to right field. That's a really good sign. That's the Nick Castellanos that we saw in Cincinnati and we saw in Detroit. So he has a lot to prove. He's a very he has a lot of pride in his craft, and he's been working on it really hard to get back to where he needs to be
1: Ben, how how this may be overthinking this a little bit for a guy like him that's coming off a, a down year how about the clock like is that a is that a big change for him not only to have to hurry up a little bit and think about that and also think about what you don't want to swing at and put barrel to ball and is it tough for him or is it I'm overthinking
2: it I think for someone like Nick, I think it actually might benefit him because the last thing you want to do when you're in the box is start thinking. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of cerebral hitters out there. Usually they're they're reactionary. And I think it's going to help Nick. They see ball, hit ball. And he was a guy last year that swung, I think, his uh, first pitch swing percentage was over 70%. So maybe this, this new pitch timer makes him kind of like focus a little bit more and be a little bit more selective at the plate because um, you know, he was swinging at everything last year, but I think for a guy like him, it actually help him in the fact that he won't have to think up there.
0: In conversation with uh, Ben Davis on Blair and Barker, uh, the addition of Trey Turner, it's Ooh. significant. I, addition, Jeez. it goes without saying how surprised were you, Ben, as somebody who's around the team, that David Dombrowski was able to pull that off and, dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyhow. What does Trey Turner give the Phillies that they didn't have last year?
2: Uh, legit, bona fide leadoff guy. Um, this guy can beat you in so many different ways, and I'm not surprised they got him because Bryce Harper at the end of last season said, Trey Turner's my favorite baseball player. Hmm. And we saw the influence that Bryce Harper had in having JT Romito sign here, sign a long-term extension. And when Bryce Harper says something like that, people listen. And I think the front office listened, and I'm, I'm glad they listened because Trey Turner is so dynamic. He can beat you with his legs, obviously. It's, the dude just flies. Uh, he can beat you with his glove. He gets to everything. Uh, he's accurate with his arm. He's got pop, and he's also got it average. Uh, he won the batting title a couple of years ago. Um, he's just an incredible player and something that, you know, he said, I don't care where I hit in the lineup. I just want to be there every day. Um, so whether that's hitting third, he wants to hit third every day. Whether it's leading off, he wants to lead off every day. Just to know, he said the other day, he wants to know who's in front of him and who's behind him, and that that kind of, you know, kind of dictates how his at bats go. But this guy is so dynamic, and he people in Philly are going to love him for a long time.
1: Ben, is there concern with the Phillies? Anything part of the game that they are concerned about going into the season?
2: Well, it, 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 the joke in the city is like I was on a radio show uh, last week, and they said. The biggest question right now is who's going to be the backup center fielder. Like <laughs> wow. if, that, if that's if that's the least of your concerns, yeah. the one of your you know it's the least of your concerns. They have guys that can fill that void, but um, you know, and I don't want to get ahead of myself. This National League East is a joke, and huh. the, the American League East is a joke. Yeah. There's some unbelievable talented teams, and you look at the mess—they three hundred fifty-five million dollar payroll. Yeah. That's a joke. Mm. I mean, they want to win, and they want to win now. So there's a lot of good ball clubs. Don't discount the, the, the Florida Marlins, the Miami Marlins. Yeah. I was looking at their their lineup. I mean, they've made some acquisitions, and their starting pitching is legit. I mean, it's just – it's a really good – and, I, again, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it's a really good division. It's going to be cutthroat the entire season, and I think it's going to go down to the last day.
0: Then I'm fascinated by Andrew Painter because here's a guy who's, what, 19 years old, top prospect, competing for a fifth starter spot on the team that was a national league champions and a team that has got a, he's got a legit shot at winning the world series this year. And, and I, you know, I, th- I'm old enough to remember that whole thing about well, okay. Do you bring a young guy up, or is it more important that you leave, you leave him down in the minors, let him get in a regular routine, maybe make you know more starts than he's going to make as a fifth starter? How is that gonna gonna work for the Phillies? And because it it sure does seem. I think he's starting Wednesday against the Twins. Like it, it seems as if they want this guy to be the fifth starter.
2: Yeah, it, and it depends uh, if whether they go to a six. There's been talk of them going to a six-man rotation. Uh, with the addition of all these off days, I mean, there are a ton of off days, mm. uh, especially early in the season. So maybe they could skip a start here and there. I know they like him a lot, and why wouldn't they? I watched him throw a live BP session on one of the backfields on uh, last Saturday, and it was like, whoa. <laughs> was, I mean, it's, for lack of better words, it was like, whoa. And this kid is 19. He won't be he won't be 20 till mid-April. So this is something, obviously, they're going to have to limit his innings. But if they think he's ready to go, they're going to push him. Um, that's something that Dave Dombrowski is willing to do. It's something that he said he's open about it. It's something that the front office, the Phillies in the front office in, in in prior years, they've been very reluctant to bring guys up. And rightfully so. They want to make sure they have success at each level. But I think Andrew Painter, I don't know if there's really much for him to accomplish at the minor league level. This dude is filthy. He's about six seven. He's thrown 100. He's got some good off-speed pitches. But his command, his fastball command in general is is. Top of, top of the league, and um, I think you're going to see him in Philly.
0: For those of us who haven't seen him pitch, it, not comparing him, not saying he's going to be the next so-and-so or the next so-and-so, but, Ben, is there a guy that when you close your eyes, you think Andrew Painter, you think of this guy?
2: I'd say Justin Verlander. Uh, I think that's a, that's a well, pretty good conference. If he can, you know, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be Justin Verlander, but I right. think that the goods are there for him to be like that and he's only i mean the other thing is you know you say he's 19 when i was 19 i was i was 6 5 185 you know 190 pounds and this dude is 6 7 and he is put together big strong foundation strong legs he doesn't look like a gangly 19 year old he is put together um so from that aspect i think uh you know that that helps him out as well but uh i think justin verlander probably would be the comp um you know, just from a stuff standpoint, I think that's very comparable.
1: Ben, there's a lot of, obviously, changes this year in Major League Baseball. Your Phillies team has a lot of veterans on it. Any rumblings about they like it, they don't like it? What do they like about it? What they not about You're talking like about, about it? the pitch clock the, and the, the rules changes. changes. Yeah, all the yeah. changes that are being made.
2: Um, I haven't really heard a whole lot. I know these guys are very prepared. Talking with Caleb Cotham, their, their pitching coach, I mean, these guys are on top of it. They, they know the rules. They know what has to be done. Um, yeah, there's some veteran guys that are a little bit slower. Um, like Aaron Nola, he's a guy that takes his time out mm-hmm. there. And, and he said, you know, I just have to find ways around it. It's here. It's here to stay. These guys are going to have to deal with it. Um, and I, I think ultimately there's, there's been some mixed reviews from what we've heard from, from, our, um, you know, from our TV games. And uh, some people like it, some people don't. Uh, I think it's they're going to have to end up liking it I think they will but it my gosh it really does shorten the game it does. I mean it's it's unbelievable we had a game the other day it still lasted 3 hours and 6 minutes but we the score was 10 to 8 mm-hmm. and there were 14 walks there were yeah. 14 walks in the game I mean last year that would have been easily well over 4 hours
0: yeah John Schneider said the same thing uh, they they played a game that was 305 and he said you know under the old rule, we'd still be playing. <laughs> like we'd still yeah. we still be playing. You know, you're going to be missing the uh, blue the five o'clock blue plate special at uh, you know at Waffle House if 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 the old rules the old rules That's weren't in so place. Uh, so true. Jose Barrios is going to pitch for the Jays today against the Phillies. He needs a bounce back year. He's been working on a lot of stuff, his arm angle, things of that nature. I mean, Ben, you were a catcher, I, you know when you go into these games, I would think what a guy is working on, what he wants to accomplish in that game. Do, do catchers, even in Grapefruit League games, do you kind of raise your game a little bit behind the plate when you know this is one of the the dudes and he mm. needs a bounce-back year and he's been working his ass off in the bullpen and now you got to take it into live action?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd like to think that I took pride and handled all my pitchers kind of the same. I mean, sometimes you're... No, you, know, you got to go out there and get him going. Sometimes you got to be a babysitter and say, it's okay, you're throwing the ball well. Um, but I would like to think I, I treated them all kind of the same. But I think with Barrios, I think he's a guy, and we saw him up there last year in, in Toronto. I think he's a guy that kind of has gotten away from his fastball a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. I trust this, this guy's sinker more than anybody's. I mean, he could throw that up. To you. He could tell you the sinker's coming, and he can get you out on two pitches. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think he found a way to miss some bats. I think, you know, when he was up in Minnesota, and I think that kind of, You know, once he came over to Toronto, he wanted to keep missing bats. And that's something that I compare him to a guy like, like when I was in Seattle, we had Freddie Garcia. Mm -hmm. And we faced Freddie Garcia all the time when I was in San Diego. We always faced him in interleague play. And I would take six bats with me because I knew I was going to break three of them on his power (laughs) sinker, you know? So, and then when I get traded to Seattle, Freddie finds a slider. And all of a sudden, you know, I put the wiggle down. And now now I don't want to throw the sinker. Then it's slider, slider. He's missing bats. He's striking out 10 guys a game. And I'm talking to our pitching coach, Brian Price. I'm like, what, what, why doesn't he want to throw a sinker? He goes, because he found a way to miss bats. And I think if Barrios can get back to maybe pitching a little bit more to contact, throwing that sinker, trusting that sinker more, I think he'd have a little bit more success. We'll see what he does today. Um, but I think it's, the goods are definitely in there. I think last year was kind of one of those years he just wasn't himself. But I think it's, it's definitely in there to get back to possibly winning the Cy Young. That's how good I think he is. Awesome.
0: Ben, really good of you to join yeah. us today. Terrific insight, man. Stuff, man. Thanks so much. Have a great spring. Thanks, Ben.
2: Thanks, guys. You do the same. Talk Take to you. Take
0: care. Soon. Ben Davis, Phillies nice. TV analyst, great former MLB stuff. catcher.
1: Never really thought about it that way. And you can I think about Barrios and and spinning it first. And when he got that's in trouble, great stuff. when he got in trouble, what did he go to? Yeah. He spin it. Like he'd spin it. He'd throw change ups, like he'd try to force it to get a swing and miss instead of weak contact. Yeah. Right. And that's 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 intri- that's intriguing. I can I ask you something? Because
0: I, that, that, uh, Ben made an interesting point, and I was, I was thinking about this as he was talking. Um, huh? Do you think the pitch clock is going to, maybe it won't have any impact. Do you think the pitch clock is going to make pitchers more reluctant to pitch to contact, less reluctant, or not make any difference at all? I'm wondering about that because if I'm working fast, right? I'm working faster than I normally have to work. I might get a little fatigued, and instead of wanting to battle you for seven pitches, yeah, I, I think m- that's, might rather I think flip that's, something up there and I, see if I can get you to roll over. I would and something. think
1: that's where you'll see the khaki and the pitching coach and the and the manager come into play a little bit more and have mm. to understand well, you know, what they see. And then that's when they're getting somebody up and, and loose and, and trying to bring somebody else in the game a little sooner, one especially of the, earlier in the season when they're getting used to it.
0: One of the comments, I think Steve Stone, it was, it was one of the telecasts I was watching in the weekend, but he talked about, they were talking about, you know, how fast the pitchers have to work, how fast the yeah. pitchers have to work. And one of his points was, don't forget, in spring training, these guys are pitching two innings. It's one thing to work fast for two innings. Yeah. Uh, it's another thing to work fast for seven and a third innings. Well, nobody does that anymore. But for six innings in Texas when it's 103 degrees, it was an interesting point he made about that's when you're going to tell the impact the pitch clock is yeah, having.
1: Yeah, I'm, sure I'm not sure there's any way to answer that in, until we actually see it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very individual. Like, Manoa may look different than Barrios. Like, Barrios is an unbelievable shape. I'm not saying Manoa is mm-hmm. not, but Manoa a bigger yeah. man. Yeah. Right, and he maybe if you have to move around a little bit more and get on the mound and get the sign now he's basically a two pitch guy right, not a ton of thinking your way through it. I don't think other than up and down and where you want to throw it i just i think you have to wait and see kind of thing right mm-hmm. it's 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 very indiv- <clears throat> excuse me it's very individual thing, and i just i think we might be overthinking this Inter- I, I I do a little i I really think this is just me. I think there's more put on a catcher's plate when it comes to. A dude got four pitches, two of them ain't working. You got 15 seconds. What are you doing now? See, I, if I'm the catcher, I'd almost rather
0: have the pitcher call the pitches because no, he's no. going to know. Wouldn't you think he'd know
1: what's working and what that's isn't? I think long, think wrong thing. I, again, uh, I, I, just, I, I think this is trial and error thing. And and these guys, most of these guys on these contending teams know so much about themselves. And when it's not right, how do they get it right do you f- that they'll figure it out quicker.
0: Do you find it interesting that a team that went to the World Series last year has a shot at going back this year is looking at having a 19-year-old as their fifth starter? And the Blue, Jays, so. the Blue Jays are really – no, I understand guys advance at a different thing. But Ricky Tiedemann is not making the team out of spring training. I And I understand. Guys, they're at different phases of their career. But – I find it interesting that
1: and Wheeler are up front. That's your horses. That's your guys, and then you got your pup. That you're sort of going to work through it. You know, you're going to have some times where you go four innings, three innings. You're going to have some times where you go six innings. Yeah, I just find it.
0: I find it interesting that a team that did all that in the offseason, maybe made all that
1: work. I say that did all that work, spent all that money, is is relying on a yeah. Let's see him. Hopefully, we do see him. I want to see him. I can't wait to see him today. I don't, wanna, no. don't, I, I don't want to – we don't see Painter Day. Him. We see him against the – he's playing the Twins. I don't want to see twins. him in the seventh inning. I want to see oh, him in the first Tiedemann. inning. Oh, you're talking Tiedemann. I'm sorry. I want to see him in the first inning.
0: Yeah, yeah you're not going to see him in the first inning. You have to. to go over to the minor league complex to see I'll Ricky Tiedemann I'll have to do that sometime inning. when I'm there. I'm not saying that isn't to be an ass. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that that, I'm that with, is I'm with you. Ricky Tiedemann. They're going to
1: hide it a little. A little. They're going to protect it. Yeah. They've shown you they're going to do that. Yeah. Which I'm,
0: I mean, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that.
1: I I, see, I, me, if he's that good, it kind of started. I'm trying to think, trying to remember.
0: The next time we have Buck Martinez on, I'm going to ask Buck if they did that, if they they hid guys. I know that it started, I think, when John Gibbons was there, and it wasn't a Gibby thing, but where if they were facing the Yankees in the first series or something like Mm -hmm. that, they'd keep. The they new schedule. One the I wonder what that'll mean Yankees. to the new
1: schedule. You're only facing these guys 13 times a year, so eh. 19. Does that matter? I mean, if you're if you can if nobody can hit your sinker, <laughs> difference. You I mean if you see it, you yes. can't hit it. So what? I tell you, it's coming. Split squad baseball for the Blue Woo-hoo. Jays today on
0: Sportsnet Television and uh, streaming on the app. Tigers and Blue Jays, 107 be the first pitch. Nice lineup for the Jays. Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Chapman, Biggio, Jansen, Kiermaier, Espinall, Eden. Chris Bassett due to start. Ricky Tiedemann's going to be there. You want to miss that. Nope. Thanks for joining us on Blair and Barker. Enjoy your day. We'll be back tomorrow.